You know what's better than a tripod? A quad pod. Isn't that just a table? Wrong. It's a quad pod. Talking sports, pop culture, food, and, uh, more sports. Unofficially brought to you by KSRO and North Bay Biz Magazine. It's the quad pod with Jeff Woodworth, Mike DeWald, Luke Straub, and Frank Sumrall. What it do, baby? And welcome to the quad pod. Long time no see. Hope you guys had a good holiday. Holidays. Mm -hmm. There's plural. Been a couple. My name is Jeff Woodworth. I'm joined by Mike DeWald. Hi. Frank Summerall. Howdy. And Luke Straub. What's up, y'all? How's it going, guys? How was your holidays? Oh, it was good. It was good. I, I liked it. Um, I didn't catch too much Christmas basketball, but I am happy that now Ooh. basketball has started unofficially, including the All-Star voting. Mm, yes, this is right around the time when basketball season starts to pick up in, uh, in at least how, we, how seriously we take it. DeWald, how was your Christmas? It was spent here. <laughs> oh, so it was good, right? It was good. But thankfully, the, the Warriors <laughs> gave a, uh, a Christmas miracle and, and showed up. Dude, that was, how, how that was actually awesome fun. is that? We, we own Houston. I say we like I play for the team, but we own Houston. That's ridiculous. I, it doesn't matter what they do. Uh, Luke, how was, your, uh, how was your Christmas? It was great. Lots of food. Uh, ham was on point this year. Really enjoyed all of that. I had a lot of it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> then, uh, you know, sat on my lazy boy, watched them Warriors on uh, on DVR. It was fantastic. Had a great holiday. I, I had a lot of C's candy. That's what was going around the table. Ironically, with the Houston game, right when they couldn't beat them, even in the post, even in the regular season, when they were Golden State's garbage, the Russell Westbrook rumors come out right afterwards that uh, he might get shipped out. Of course oh. he would. Yeah. I think it's like their season can do, they're, they're, they're doing <laughs> way better than we thought, at least to start this year. Lose the Warriors now that everything's doubted. Blow it all up. That franchise has <laughs> continuously said, though, we we only want to beat the Warriors. It's like they don't even want to, you know, they say we got to beat a, or win a championship, but Daryl Morey's made it pretty clear that they are just soul bent or hell bent on that beating the Warriors. That is a serious knee jerk reaction. You got, because I see why Russell Westbrook, what he, he missed, like, I think he hit 11 or 32 shots, something like that. Yeah, get him out. Uh, I feel it. It was a rough day for them. It's gonna, it's <laughs> and gonna, they're ready yeah. to just, okay, we got to do something new. We can't beat Golden State. That'll leave you, leave you questioning uh, your purpose. Yeah, Not not easy <laughs> to not an uh, easy pill to swallow there. All right, let's get to the show. Enough babble. Uh, what do we got up here first, Frank? Uh, we have holiday gifts. Holiday for gifts, For our huh? NFL playoff teams. Ah, uh, Mr. DeWald, will you cue the music? Each team heading into the playoffs, both AFC and NFC, will like to have a little treat, big or small, to help them boost them their chances to win a Super Bowl. I don't remember which theme Christmas had. It doesn't matter. Just pick one. Okay. Good enough for me, baby. Perfect. There we go. All right. So, Frankie, baby. All right. Let's get this started. We're, we're doing Christmas presents for playoff teams? Mm-hmm. Okay. Christmas presents for playoff teams. Uh, let's start off with the first one. Who are we looking at? Let's start at the NFC. Let's look at Green Bay Packers. I think the biggest present that these guys could get would be home field advantage throughout the playoffs. They really need a San Francisco loss this weekend. I think that's the best Christmas <laughs> present for the Green Bay Packers. I know, you, I know you want a San Francisco loss. We, we already know that. True. True story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll throw out one for Green Bay as well. Mm -hmm. New Orleans, Jimmy Graham. Mm. The guy averaged Seriously. 70 yards and 11 and a half TDs. Oh, in his time in New Orleans outside of his rookie year. Since then, he's averaged 40 yards a game and just four and a half TDs in a year. Give them a New Orleans Jimmy Graham playoff run. 
This would really feed into my whole debate that I had last year on uh, during football season where I'll take Drew Brees over Aaron Rodgers, even right now. And I think it's proof. Jimmy Graham had his best years with Drew Brees. What has he done with Aaron Rodgers? Nada. Uh, Jimmy Graham is an interesting guy. I see him on the starting lineup. I see, like I was watching the game last week, he had uh, the Monday night against the Vikings, uh, Packers-Vikings. I, I looked down at the stat line, he has one catch. I said, dang, he, he's on a team still? I had no idea. I mean, he really vanishes. I mean, it's incredible. And his talent is immense. And that kind of goes, I want to give the Packers a gift as well. I want to give them an old school and interested Aaron Rodgers. Mm. Why does it seem with him? Sometimes <laughs> he's just not that into it. He'd rather just be hanging out with Danica Patrick instead. Why he is, is that? He does, he does have that, what is it, laissez-faire? Is that laissez-faire? Laissez-faire. Whatever. It's French. I can't pronounce yeah, that. He like, does well, have that kind of attitude, just that passive. Yeah. All right, Frankie, baby, next team. Let's try the NFC North again, Minnesota. Mm, DeWald, what present would you bring the Minnesota Vikings? I would say a healthy Dalvin Cook. Ooh, without that, they've got nothing otherwise. Then, then you're relying on Kirk Cousins. <laughs> God save you. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Kirk Cousins. Oh, what would you What would you bring him, Frank? 1 p.m. playoff games. <laughs> Get him out of the 5 o'clock slot. I know Houston owns that bracket. <laughs> Let's get those games in early. Maybe they have stand a better chance. Oh, man. Yeah. Primetime Kirk Cousins is something you just want to stay away from. Luke, what present would you bring the Minnesota Vikings? I'm going to give them not only a healthy Dalvin Cook, but a healthy run game. I think it's, I know he's good at receiving the football. I want to see them hand that guy the football off so they can work that play action. That's what the offense is meant to do. And give Kirk Cousins all the help he needs. It seems like there's only like maybe four or five quarterbacks in the league that can operate without the nece- like without having to completely rely on the run game and the play action pass to like kind of deceive everybody. Uh, people that come to mind are like uh, Tom Brady, uh, Patrick Mahomes, or who else am I thinking of? Well, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. But there's about four, four or five of them that I feel like you know where where other quarterbacks like their success really hangs in the balance on their ability to run the ball and play action. There's a couple guys that don't have to worry about that. Drew Brees would be another one I'd throw out there. But, All the yeah. best ones, but you get, look at an offense like the Vikings. It's specifically designed, you know, uh, motion, uh, zone running, bootleg, much like the Niners do, and they, they, they really need that. Maybe that. your boy, Jameis Winston, because, he, Frank, your boy, Jameis Winston, it doesn't matter if he's got the play action going or not. He's still going to throw for 450 yards and four picks. So it doesn't matter how many touchdowns he's going to put up there on the Just board. Just let it fly. Do I get that? I- <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, next next one, Frank. All right, let's move it off to the West Coast, Seattle. Ooh, I think this one's just super simple. I think all right, so. You just got to yeah. win. Just win at home, all right? You just want to take the division. You want to knock down your division rival. You just signed Marshawn Lynch. You hope that he was able to get in shape. So, I don't know. Luke, where are you going with Seattle? I mean, I thought you went even simpler than I was going to go. I was going to say a, a fully stocked and loaded beast, beast mode. Uh, you've got to, you've brought Marshawn Lynch back in. You want a a Marshawn Lynch of old. That's what I, that's what I want to I want to give gift them that. That stable is so depleted right now. That running back stable. I went even simpler. Yeah, I just want one run from Marshawn Lynch. Oh, Beast Quake 2.0. One on run line. where he breaks ten plus tackles, gives Russell Wilson a break, cuts him some slack. That's all they need. Gets a Ignite the going. offense. Yep. Get them pumped. Give me one crazy run. DeWald, what, what are you bringing the Seahawks? I would say vintage Russell Wilson. Mm. If, hey. with, uh, with the run game gone, I mean, it's up to him. <laughs> and it, you know, he's, he finds a way to get it done. So it, uh, it may live and die by that. Russell, what is vintage Russell Wilson? A lot of... Uh, a lot like of, when you play Green Bay? 
Sure. Okay. Like I would say, I would say bootleg Russell Wilson scrambling. You exactly. Know, I, I feel bad because they, they totally set him up for failure in the play call. They go run, 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 run for the first three quarters, and then the fourth quarter they turn around, they look at Russell Wilson, just like, hey, can you kind of dig us out of this hole? You know, so that's unfortunate for him. I just so. like that Russell Wilson, like uh, he uh, he finds a way, kind of like Jurassic Park, where life finds a way. Exactly. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think Seattle's embraced that a little too much too. <laughs> very, right. very possibly. Let's try their yeah. division rival, uh, your favorite team, Woody, mm. the Niners. You need some consistency. You need old St. Nick to stop by Jimmy G's house and drop some consistency in the stocking, all right? Because three things are for certain in NFL or in, in life, really. Death, taxes, and a Jimmy G interception, all right? <laughs> oh, and no. so now it's just a matter of what time what time <laughs> is, is that Jimmy G interception going to come. You want to make sure that it happens early in the game. Now, luckily for him, that's what's been happening this year. But I'm just saying, one of those untimely Jimmy G picks, and that'll cost you the game. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. Um, I, I think there needs to be a, a stable Jimmy G you know, that we've seen a little bit more of late. And he's still not on pace for a 4,000-yard season. Like He's just not throwing the ball. The defense in the first eight games gave up 13 points. They're now giving up 27 against real playoff opponents. Thank you very defense much. defense is going to be inconsistent. You need Jimmy G out there. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold <laughs> sets up. Who wants next? With the 49ers, I have got a couple of gifts for them. I, I, you know what? The Niners have been good this year. I think they've been good little boys. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, <laughs> I think. I, 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 <laughs> 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 oh man, bad time for the Hua to come out. But I, I, I want to gift them a first round buy. I think it would be really cool to see them accomplish that after getting off to the eight and zero start. Plus the defense, Frank, you're right on the money with that. And I think one of the reasons why is because I'm going to also gift them two gifts this year. They've been so good. Jaquiski Tart for him to come uh, back uh, off the like injury that. list. Like that. Uh, and that would possibly help that defense, which has fallen apart as of late. But they've been so good this year. Let's let's just I, I want to give them a couple gifts. There you go, Niners. You're welcome. Save the injury stuff, all right? Cry me a river with the injury stuff. Mike, what, <laughs> what present are you bringing the Niners? I'm gonna go I'm gonna go backwards on this one. I'm gonna bring them the present of a fourth quarter deficit. Ooh. That that is when you get primo Jimmy. He's Ooh. been his absolute wow. best. A, a motivational, their, a motivational. Exactly. Give him two minutes and this is like a book, a, a four-point deficit, and he's been incredible this year. Just the ballsiest decisions you can imagine. Are we calling him clutch? No, no, <laughs> no. We are not. We are two third and sixteen I conversions think we're calling against him the Rams. Clutch, overridden, overridden. <laughs> he is not clutch. All right, do it in the playoffs. All right, he hasn't gotten there yet. Exactly, do it in the playoffs, and then I might start calling you clutch. Frankie, baby, who's Here the next team? <laughs> All right, we've mentioned Drew Brees a lot. Let's get his team out of the way. How about Woo. the Saints? Woo. Ah, yes, the Saints. Uh, who wants to take that first? I got one to start us off. It's a gift because it's not a gift. Don't sign Antonio Brown. That's a gift oh. in itself. There's, there's rumors. <laughs> They're talking about it. That's only going to mess your team up. Don't do it. Yeah. The addition by subtraction. I think that, uh, okay, I got two, but I'm going to go with one for now because one I think is kind of obvious anyways. The wisdom. I want to grant them. I want to gift them the wisdom to know when to use quarterback Taysom Hill and when to not use him. They seem to be determined to use this two quarterback system, which is pretty much totally weird in the NFL. And it's great when it works, and it can be a real controversy when it doesn't. So I want to grant them the wisdom to know when to use Taysom Hill, the ex BYU quarterback, mobile guy, can run the football a little bit. The mighty Mormon, Taysom Hill. That's right. <laughs> Dewald, I just came up with that off the top of my head. Let's make that his nickname. He's the mighty Mormon. All right, Dewald, who are you bringing the, what are you bringing the Saints? Uh, a home game. Yes. They oh. are ding, ding, ding. They are two different teams. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, the, it's just 
the offense goes wild at home. It's a totally different team on the road. So I think that's where their success will lie. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Drew Brees. Like I believe in our Lord and Savior, Drew Brees is Christ. Okay, so I'm a little bit, I'm, of, a little bit of a fan. I am, yeah. I am 100 confident that he'll be able to get this done. I need defense, more defense. Okay, when you're going up and you're giving up 48 points at Cam home. Jordan. To the to well, he's just one player. But I'm saying when mm-hmm. you're given just one, uh, 48 points at home, I believe it was to the Niners. That's not good. That, so the home field advantage becomes irrelevant if the defense isn't going to show up. So I want I want consistent defensive play. And another gift would be just Sean Sean Payton, humble thyself, <laughs> humble thyself. All right. Sometimes I feel like he's one of those guys that tries to prove he's one of the smartest guys in the in the stadium. Surprise on side though, Jeff. Surprise on side. Well, I we mean, don't it, need to talk about that. It worked out. <laughs> it worked out. But yeah. I'm just saying, like. Come on, all right, Sean Payton. You might get a little over your skis. Chill out. It's okay. We'll be, we'll be fine. Has right? Taysom Hill kicked yet? No. I feel like that's another thing they need to that try. Could happen. Right. Well, they, they got a really good kicker, Will Lutz. But if Lutz goes down, I mean, Taysom Hill does everything else. Might as well send him out there. <laughs> Phenomenal yeah. kicker knowledge. All right, we're saving the best for last for the NFC. Yep. The most exciting team: Dallas or Philly? Oh God. <laughs> It doesn't matter. I'm going to go hot take right now that either one of these teams, whoever wins, whoever wins this game is more than likely losing their, their playoff game at home. Okay? And that's the bottom line. So off that. Stone Cold Thank you. Um, their gift, a wild card upset. What's better than an 8-8 eight and eight team going to the playoffs over like a 10-6 and six Rams, and then they win in the first round, that proving would, their spot? That would be better. Were the Seahawks like 7-9? Seven 7-9, and nine? Seven and nine, yes. And they won a game? And that was the, the, that the was Saints. The, that was the beast, the beast game, run. right? Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, hold my dude! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke, what are you bringing? What are you bringing these guys? Okay, the the Cowboys they get nothing. They were bad this year. They get no <laughs> gift. Uh, the the Eagles <laughs> don't they need the most help? They need the most <laughs> gifts. No, that's how it goes. If you're good, you get stuff. If you're bad, you don't get nothing. All right, um, they get cold. But you know, they, they could use help. They're gonna have to work harder, I think, Frank, for 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 the gift. But uh, the Eagles, I want to gift them to Sean Jackson, my Ooh, one of my personal like favorite uh, players in the NFL. Went to Cal, amazing player at Cal. And boy, what a fun player to watch! That's almost a gift from myself personally. Great fun to watch that guy, and uh, that's what I give the Eagles. Health to Deshaun Jackson. He is amazing. At what what is he like? Thirty four now, and he's, he's still, up there. Yeah, and he's I mean, old for an aging wide receiver. I'd say that. Just preface that. But for a vertical guy, the amount, mm-hmm. yeah, the way the offense just opens up when he's cool. in there is absolutely ridiculous. And I think Carson Wentz would take that for sure. Dewald, what are you bringing, uh, Cowboys or Eagles fans? I give them both nothing. I'm yes. doubling down. There we go. Undefeated, never lost. <laughs> As a fantasy owner this year of both Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz, <laughs> extremely disappointing quarterbacks. I well, wish nothing but the worst for them, and they can both lose. Dak, Dak has some nice numbers. He has some nice numbers. But but no, uh, not a lot of wins. But he he, he nice let numbers. the man. They let the man down in fantasy he, football. True. He lit Miami up. And that, right. <laughs> do could, not wow. forget that. He could have wow. had more numbers if Amari Cooper didn't drop the ball. Yeah, lit Miami <laughs> up. All right, let's switch over to the AFC. All right, let's start with um, let's do best for first. Pittsburgh slash Tennessee. Woo! I need a Tennessee loss and a Pittsburgh win. That's what needs to happen right there. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Wait, so do we talk about the, the, the teams at the bottom of the list and not include the Raiders? You can if you want. <laughs> is that, is that oh, what just happened? Hey, my God. I, okay, I will. <laughs> yeah. I, I will wish the Raiders because they've, uh, you know, I'm going to spoil them. They haven't been that good this year, but I, I feel like I don't know why. They need to spoil these guys because they need the help. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give them a Steelers loss, mm. a, Col- a, a, Col- a Colts win, a Titans uh, Titans loss, and a Patriots win. 
What a coincidence! Not to, me- not, to not to mention, <laughs> not to mention a good day Sunday in Denver, so they can get into the playoffs with their ten percent chance today. So I, that's I, not that's not a Christmas gift. This is literally a Hanukkah list. <laughs> that's that that's like to, five things in a row. Yeah, passing <laughs> out to the Raiders right now. That's absolutely ridiculous. Oh my! Yeah, goodness. the franchise needs a little help, and they're trying. You get know, off they're, this they're, next team on the list, Frank. <laughs> all right, that, oh God, Lee. I'm cheering for the Raiders, Luke. But there's so much that has to go right there. Just give me the six seed, okay? Just, well, you, it's not that. It's not that much. Come on. <laughs> the gift I would give Pittsburgh. <laughs> Because I just don't think it's fair. Tennessee has two quarterbacks. They got to share. <laughs> Pittsburgh has zero quarterbacks. <laughs> Tennessee has two. Yeah. They can have yeah. they can have I the other you. one. They can have Mariota. And let's you. have them battle it I out. Don't know the caps. All right, let's try uh, let's try another wild card team. Let's try Buffalo. Mm, let's the go Bills. Buffalo. Yeah, definitely my second favorite fan base is the Buffalo Bills. Bills Mafia. Yeah, Bills Mafia. Uh, if you're the Bills, Josh Allen. You just need a All Pro Josh Allen. I don't you. What is that like, Mike, where Calvin uh, gets the, the uh, shoes and all of a sudden he starts playing like Jordan? It's okay. got to be the shoes. And if for Mars, real, Josh Mars Allen Black has got to find go back and find some like Peyton Manning shoes or, or Jim Kelly shoes. or I don't know if there was another great Bills quarterback besides Jim Kelly. So it, you just need to find something that gives you Wasn't consistent game. Doug Flutie? Oh, that's yeah. right. Doug Flutie. My bad. I just aged myself there. Or um, like showed how little or how, how young I was. But yeah, Doug Flutie, Jim Kelly. Who else are great Bills quarterbacks? I challenge you. Go ahead and try and find one. Nathan nope. Peterman. No, okay. The Peterman. Can. Oh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Let him to the playoffs. Tyrod. System Tyrod. quarterback. Um, you said all pro Josh Allen. What does that mean? Give me numbers. Like, I want, I, I think you need like 300 yards, three touchdowns. You need a Josh Allen to show up and actually play quarterback. Well, I said he needs to throw for 270 because he's only thrown for 266. That's the highest he's thrown this year. But he's also probably a run for like a buck 50 on the side, too. Probably. This, this is my favorite thing about Josh Allen is when Bomani Jones refers to him as Jaheem Allen because if he was black, <laughs> we would have a different, there would be a different, <laughs> a different storyline about the dual threat quarterback nature that is Josh Allen, a.k.a. Jaheem. Yeah, very true. Uh, Mike, your family is actually Bills fans, yes. so intricate insight here. What would be a gift that you would bring not only the Bills, but your family too? I gift them literally anything to cheer for. Wow. That, <laughs> I'll say, I'll, I'm going to set a low bar. I'm going to say one win. That it's one of the, I mean, I know there's worse suffering fan bases, but in terms of suffering ba- fan bases, it's top five. Just one playoff win. That's all. They, they can build on that. Just something to cheer for for a week. Luke's face sitting over there screaming, cry me a river with this <laughs> fan base. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Poor guys over there. <laughs> Sad story, man. All right. Uh, Next team up on the well, list. Well, I, I got some oh, for the Bills. Sorry, go ahead, I mean, Luke. you know, so for, for the Bills, I want to give them a, a nice plate of sweets and, and, and refreshments because thanks for coming, Bills. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a good year. You've been good. And, you know, just welcome to the party. Have some of these sweets and and then go home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the punchline of the playoffs will be the Bills. Thank you for your double digit win season and bye bye. Yeah, so that that's my gift. Uh, and enjoy those Buffalo. Enjoy well, and, and Mike and Mike's family as well. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm really excited for Buffalo Houston on Saturday. I think that'll actually be a good game. The one o'clock. Match it probably up. will be. It Let's talk about be. Houston. Ooh, there we go. Very <laughs> if nice. you're Houston, I think the biggest Christmas gift you could give them would be any game that's not the one one p.m. start on Just Saturday. Trade with Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't put these guys on the first Saturday game of the year. Save them for Saturday night. How about you mix it up? Because the Texans own that spot in the playoffs. We've talked about this all week. And by own, I mean consistently lose. They they well they make it there and then they lose or they'll win that game and then they go on to lose the next week. Yeah, if you're the Texans, phew, good luck. 
Uh, I, I say this isn't their year. They, they have the roster. They're not quite there, though. Get him a GM. Mm. Bill O'Brien hasn't earned the right to be the coach and a GM. Yeah, Get him a real true. GM, fill out the team, and then maybe they can go on a real run. This team's not legit. I'm looking I at, love Deshaun Watson. They're not legit. Looking at your chins before I make this comment, you can't trust a butt chin. And that's what that's what he's got, Bill, Bill O'Brien. You can't trust a butt chin <laughs> to be making that many decisions, okay? Well, no, you got to ask so you, on your face. You can, but you can trust a butt chin to coach, but not to GM. Not to GM. That, that makes that sense. Is, he's wearing too many hats. All right. Nope. Too many Sorry. Hats. Yep. Too, too many. many hats. Too many. All right. Uh, anybody have any more gifts for the Texans? I, I, I are got, we, are I got, we good off them? I got one simple gift for them. I think they've been pretty good this year. Uh, I want to give them a healthy J.J. Watt. And mm. I do agree that injuries, yeah, I try to hold back on those, but this is J.J. Watt we're talking about. So. And J.J. Watt does tend to turn it on when the cameras are on, but only when the cameras are on, <laughs> oh, right? Is, is the cameras no are on, J.J. Watt's going to show you You're alone on that one, but no. yeah. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> All right, next team. Let's talk about Kansas City. The Chiefs. How about just a defense? That's another one where your quarterback's pretty well, your quarterback's kind of getting healthy. Just give these guys a defense. That way Pat Mahomes doesn't have to go out there and put up 70, so that way they can win the game. Uh, I got something. Did you know last year they were third in fourth quarter scoring? Nine points in the fourth quarter. This year they're 26th. Only nine points, and that gets you third in the league in fourth quarter scoring? I mean, if an average score is like 20 to 24 points, score nine in the fourth. Yeah, okay, I get that. They score 4.9 points this year in the fourth quarter. My gift is a fourth quarter touchdown. Mm. Let's get them seven. Let's get them seven. You're going to need that against New England. I like that one. Uh, My gift to the Chiefs is similar to what I gave the Raiders, but kind of different. A, a, a litany of playoff scenarios? It is the exact. <laughs> I want the exact. <laughs> I'm gifting the Chiefs that exact same playoff scenario and therefore a matchup with said Raiders Ooh. Uh, for a good time, fun performance from them because they will have it. They will have, it'll be easy victory that's for the Chiefs. So, so I'm gifting them in a, a, a playoff matchup with the Raiders. That's so not what you want if you're the Raiders, though. You don't want to go in and have to face Kansas City in Kansas City. In the yeah, playoff. how are those two games this year? Golly. They were both blowouts. One game, and then the, uh, the first week, the Raiders went out 10 nothing to nice. start, and then the Chiefs scored 28 points in one quarter, nighty-night. And the second game, uh, Derek Carr threw a pick six. I bet that wasn't the fourth quarter, yeah, though. but a lot more than nine. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Uh, it was there both schlacking. So, uh, yeah, that's my gift to you, Chiefs. Enjoy. Dewald, what would you bring the Chiefs? I'd give them some, some Mahomes magic. He, mm. He's been really good this year, but not the same level just out of this world of last year. So it, just a signature game uh, to get him uh, one step closer to the Super Bowl. You want like a no-look pass, or you want like, like a— <laughs> He like wants a, it all. He wants the no-look pass. Like a 20-yard shovel pass. An 80-yard <laughs> bomb. He wants a no-look, a left-handed, yeah. and an 80-yard pass. Just give it the holy and trinity from Pat across, Mahomes. Across, across, across his body. interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a little Herm, Herm, style. <laughs> Herm style. If he loses, he's not getting that. So <laughs> I get it. I got it. <laughs> Next team on the list. we got two left. All right. Let's, uh, let's talk about the big dogs. Let's start with New England. I don't. They're getting coal from me because I'm just a bitter ass Steeler fan. I bring them coal. But if you're Tom Brady, you just need someone to go out there and run the correct route and catch a ball, not named Julian Edelman. They need. They need one more weapon out on the outside. I'm a bitter Peyton Manning fan, so they're good. They're good without my gifts. Wow. No. No love for the the great. The great Patriots. Well, to to be fair, they're so the, great. The Patriots will just go out there and cheat. So if you don't get them, a, ah. if you don't get them a gift, they'll probably just go out there and steal it because speaking, you know. Speaking <laughs> of that, speaking <laughs> of that, I, I have a, I have a, you know, when you're buying a gift for somebody, the best thing you you, know, you want to know is you want to you know know as much as you can about that person, so you can get them a gift that really fits their personality. And I figure for the Patriots, they get them some new surveillance equipment. 
<laughs> I'll get <laughs> you know I'm thinking New like cameras. I'm yeah. thinking like you know whatever you know maybe a telescopic lens get from further away Bill your stuff's out of date some yeah. in- <laughs> Go. infrared scope so they can find out who's hot, who's on fire literally you know, on the sideline you know maybe a little bit of surveillance training so they're not just doing it out in the open in front of everybody oh, God, uh, some some sort of in- improvement for that program because it's it's getting outdated it's been going on for a long time so I want to get them some new surveillance equipment for the New England Patriots so they can win again. We can all say how great they are. Mike, please keep up the bitter Betsy train here. What are you getting the Patriots? Well, I was going to jump on on the uh, the equipment bandwagon, say a nice 4K camera, just <laughs> you know, make sure you can really, I guess, what is it, 5K now? So you can really see those things. <laughs> but I will, in the Patriots' favor, I'll say healthy Tom Brady because the rival, when there's a villain to root against, it makes the games better. If there's having a defined villain against a defined hero, the payoff's better in the end. Who's so. going to be the hero? Who's the hero? Yeah. Anybody? Literally anybody uh, else. Anybody else. I agree. That's that's 100% true. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold says so. Josh Allen. The, the, okay. Whoa there. Chill. <laughs> Chill skis because the superhero we need or we, we, we need but didn't necessarily want might be on the next team here. What's Baltimore. Up? Yeah. If you're the Ravens, I don't know what – the gift of health just make sure that that everybody's able to stay healthy right Lamar Jackson Mark Ingram you want to keep all those guys necessary because of the way they run their offense I think the best gift that you can give the Ravens is just keeping people off of the infirmary list uh this team won 13 games they got 12 pro bowlers for some reason they, they don't need any gifts I just say a unanimous MVP for Lamar mm. get him the votes that would be pretty it was special. A nice year. A little Steph Curry, little Steph Curry yeah, uh, unanimous style. Yeah, I like he that. He did have one of his worst games in the season, though, against my Pittsburgh Steelers. And just he's a not going to play him again. Because uh, he's afraid. <laughs> he's afraid. So, you know. Undefeated. Never lost. Well, yeah. Try to beat RG3 first. I will. Right. We'll, that's we'll find out I'm, Sunday. That, that's a gift for the NFL is a little RG3 action. I'm excited Throw about that. RG3. I'm a big RG3. You know, it's it's going to be fun. I'm a little scared because he's playing in the same region that Washington was in. So And then they got rid of the turf out there in Baltimore. So, you know. And, and RG3 RG three showing that he's not so great on the grass. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm concerned about that knee. I want to make sure that he's able to go through. I would never wish injury on anybody not named Tom Brady. But, you know. I'm definitely as, rooting for him pretty hardcore because uh, for the, the Raiders gift and the Chiefs gift. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's two gifts two gifts in the balance. I, I, speaking of gifts, I do have one last for the Ravens. I do understand what Frank's saying. What do you get for somebody that already has it all? <laughs> they already have the first round by. Sentimental. They have, they're able to sit all their starters against your Steelers, Jeff. Uh, this week, so I am gifting them some anti-surveillance equipment. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. You know, because they, I mean, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Patriots. I can only imagine if they're like doing, you know, you know, uh, you know pulling out all the stops to get for the for the Bengals game, and <laughs> they, they and they're going to have to. They're they're staring at, at at a date with the Ravens. Uh, yeah, so the Ravens have got to do all they can, and you know, uh, dodge doc, d- d- dodge and duck. Those uh, surveillance, uh, those surveillance cameras. So that's what I'm uh, gifting them. Little Tinted s- windows little everywhere. Some sort of reconnaissance training. Yes. Duvald, what are you giving the Ravens? Uh, packing materials, bubble wrap, uh, big uh, giant cardboard box, uh, all the leftover Christmas stuff. Huh. Just put Lamar Jackson in it. No one touches him. Ah, he, he bubble wrap. Yeah, he bubble can't. Uh, yeah, protect that man yeah, at all costs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Alright, and now we're gonna switch gears here. We went playoff teams. Now let's go to teams at the bottom of the barrel, right? We're scraping. And as we know, there's Black Friday right after Thanksgiving, but on week 17, the Monday after, is notoriously Black Friday where a bunch of coaches will get handed pink slips. Frankie, baby, who's getting the first pink slip? Well, I'm gonna ask one now. This guy actually wasn't getting the pink slip. You tell me if it was the right call. Dan Quinn, Falcons, was the right call to keep him for 2020. Mm, they did turn it around. Somewhat. Five and two in their last seven. Mm -hmm. This Point is a tough one. Go ahead, Frank. You have some more stats. Point differential of 19 and a half from the first half of the season to the second half of the season. And they've beaten up on SF and New Orleans. So not all easy wins. This is a tough one where you have a coach that's taken the team to Super Bowl, but they're underperforming. You have an aging quarterback and a good receiver. You want to get some good, uh, some good uh, traction out of those guys, have another good season, maybe make another Super Bowl run. you got the coach that is a little bit uh, maybe run his course with the team, uh, but then you have all the players saying that, hey, that's our guy. We want this guy. Uh, I think it was good to keep him. I think they're also injury plagued, right? Because Julio, once Julio Jones came back, the offense really came back to life. And I mean, football is not one of those sports where you can be like, oh, one guy makes a world of difference, but one guy will open up much more of your playbook. Sometimes Julio Jones. Jones. Yeah, yeah, sometimes he does. Yeah, the freak. I don't know. That's not his nickname, but he is literally a freak of nature. Willed the way to the touch. Helped him basically beat the Niners back when that, that happened. Don't think I forgot. All right, let's look at the rest of these coaches. Luke, Doug Marone, Jacksonville. Doug Marone. Stay or go. That, he has got to go. And that, that is a uh, – and if it was up to me, I'd say stay. Mm. But the thing is, they're cleaning house at, in Jacksonville. Uh, Mike Coughlin, Tom Coughlin. Tom Coughlin. Thank Coughlin. You. Tom Coughlin got the boot. They're openly going to change the whole front office up and down and instill a whole new regime in Jacksonville uh, yet to be seen. I think they would have a hard time finding a coach better than Doug Marone who turned the, turned the franchise around, uh, making the, uh, I believe, AFC Championship game in his first year perhaps as coach but he is gone and he's gonna whoever gets him is gonna get a darn fine coach but he is out so if it's the right move uh i have to say it is only because it goes in line with the other move of, of cleaning house and getting a whole new top to bottom organization but as far as coaching goes wrong move i agree just because that entire team quit on on itself just i want to say after about week when they brought nick Foles back after they benched Minshew, that's right around the time that you saw the team quit as a whole let me go on a tangent. Oh. <laughs> I would ask to cut the music, but I don't know if that's too if it's too hard for us. How dare Jacksonville get rid of Tom Coughlin? <laughs> Tom Coughlin is Jacksonville. They're only relevant because of him. He brought that expansion team to multiple AFC Conference Championship games. He ended the careers of Elway. Frank he Rand. ended the Frank careers Rand. of Jim Kelly. <laughs> with with what? Brett Favre's backup? And they've won one playoff game against Pittsburgh since then. Don't get me wrong. Jack Del Rio's cool. I like him. David Garrard. Maurice Jones-Drew made them relevant for like two years. Then ah, Tom Coughlin the <laughs> comes back in the front office, and they go to the conference championship game, and they're one quarter away of beating New England. And now they're like, hey, see you later, man. How dare they? It He's bigger than Jacksonville. He won two Super Bowls <laughs> in New York. How dare they? He gets to write his own ship. Like Adam Vinatieri writes his own ship. He can leave whenever he wants. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold sets on. Just a now, shit grin on Frank's face. Like, I made a point. I made some really good points <laughs> right there. Apparently, <laughs> apparently one of the reasons was because I feel Frank Rant. We need to get a, a drop for the Frank Rant. Uh, but, <laughs> but one of the reasons, I guess, is because Tom Coughlin, Frank's boy, 
was fining players small amounts when it was against the Players Association Code of Conduct for doing so. And many players... Get in line. He's won two rings. Many he knows players, how to win. Uh, two rings with the Giants. With Eli. Ugh. <laughs> God. But that apparently was one of the reasons uh, that... that uh, Offense, and I, 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 you know, I do agree. I do it by and large agree with Frank, but that was one of the reasons All right. uh, that that they canned him and went on. And who are they going to get that's better than Tom Coughlin and, and Doug Marone? Not sure. So sorry, Frankie got a little cranky. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually really good, right there, Frankie. Frankie, cranky, Woody, cranky, Frankie. He says yeah. stop. He says stop the music. Speaking of the G-Man, <laughs> yes, Pat Shermer. Oh, gone. Get rid of Pat Shermer. See ya. Bye. I'm not exactly sure who he would get in that instance, but. Actually, shit, go after Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera's out there, and I know he's going to be number one on people's big boards, but if you're the Giants, get rid of Shermer. What are you doing? This is a, Wasn't this the same guy that benched Eli last year? So No, no that was, uh, was McAdoo. Yeah. Excuse me. It doesn't matter. You get just, confused. Exactly. They're the same person because they suck. And what have the Giants done under both of them? Nothing. Get me Ron Rivera, okay? You got Saquon. You're going to get something here on the offensive side going. I think you – oh, who's the Slayton? That wide receiver, yeah. Danny, Danny Jones, looks okay. Give him some time to grow. I think he could be one of those quarterbacks that could, like, get you there. But you need to tighten things up on the defensive side, and Ron Rivera's the guy to do that. Um. By the way, Jason Garrett is rumored to be one of the candidates to replace him. Jesus if he is let go of. Christ. <laughs> All right. DeWald. Tell me. Bill O'Brien. Houston Texans. They're wow. making the playoffs. They won the division. I asked him DeWald. Oh. I I think you might get rid of him, actually. Why? Be- <laughs> to take it back to... Uh, Take it back to hockey for a second. Uh, Sorry, guys. Yes, please do. I've been waiting for this. What do we got? <laughs> I, Zamboni? For, <laughs> Talking for some of these teams, it gets to a point where they're only going to make it as far as they can get it. or mm-hmm. They're only going to make it as far as they, as they can go, and they need a new voice in the room. doesn't mean the coach is bad. It just means it's time to have that message come from a new voice, and I think that might be where the Texans are at. Let they've me ask you him, this. They've tuned them out. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Who has a better roster, Houston or Kansas City? Mm. I'd say de facto Kansas City just be the offensive weapons. Are Houston's offensive weapons bad? No, but Kansas City's offensive weapons are better. Marginally or substantially? Quarterback, substantially. And whose defense is better? Wide receivers, substantially. Running backs, marginally. Because I think they're comparable teams. One is a Super Bowl contender, and one is, oh, hey, they made the playoffs. Mm. I think part of that is one has Andy Reid and one has Bill O'Brien. Valid point. Valid point. Uh, I'm gonna stick up for for uh, the Texans coach. I think he does he's, he does a great job. I think the best thing to do was something you mentioned earlier is to take the general manager duties away from him. I've been really impressed with him actually through the years, and I'd say I think Patrick Mahomes is 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 such a quarterback driven league. And yes, the Chiefs are doing better. I'd say the Texans are kind of right where they should be. That's kind of how I feel about that team. And there's and if, you, if the Texans did can him, I could see it only if they had a top flight person to replace him. Somebody that could really come in like a Steve Kerr type. I know that's like a real like you know uh, tired uh, comparison, but because you're not going to find anybody like Steve Kerr. But you know, I think he's. I think the Texans are right right where they should be. How many coaches we got left? Uh, Frankie, oh, yeah, baby, we got we got, we got a couple more. Got a couple okay, more. let's go. Tell me about Adam Gase, Luke. Adam Gase. That is now. Did he did he draft their quarterback they have right now? Sam Darnold? No, he did not. He did not, right? No, that was Todd Bowles. I think I think you keep him just because it's his second year this year, right? He's after 
He's coached he's two with, years. Yeah, uh, I think he was with Miami last year, was he not? No, he's been two years with the Jets, two years with Miami before that. Oh, okay. You, you hang on. You hang on to Gase because th- this is this is where you have to find out what your decision, how that decision is to its fruition. You cannot. You know, it's, it takes three years in the NFL at the very minimum to get your imprint on that team. The Jets have been playing better football. He apparently is, is, is a good enough overseer of the whole operation where the defense can, can have a, a highly rated run rush defense. And you've got to just see that to fruition. It may not seem the best right now, but if you do fire him, unless you get, once again, if you fire a coach, you have to have a, a, a replacement in tow. So you have to, I think you keep him and let this program keep going and see where it can go and revisit it next season. Frankie, baby, you're wrong. Old googly eyes just started this year. January 11, 2019 is when he was hired as the Jets coach. So this is his oh. first year. It's okay. My We're bad. all wrong. And, um, <laughs> and from time to time, some more than others. Even no, more kidding. so. You got to hang on to him. And, and, and what, what, it's, it's my turn. That's oh. right. Okay. Man, I remember the press turn. conference. Yes, <laughs> you told me it was my turn. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you, I wanna, I'm going I'm to take you back for a minute and talk Pat, uh, Pat Shermer. Yes. I could be unfair to fire him with a young quarterback that you drafted last year. That's my two cents on him. Mm. Uh, but as far as Gase, I think you keep Gase and see where that ends up. Your quarterback was sat out like six games this year because he couldn't stop making out with people at the club, all right? That's not his fault that he's getting it. So, you know, <laughs> hey, maybe give him a healthy quarterback for the entire year. What are they, six and nine right now? Nice. So, they, uh, <laughs> I think I think that the, the Jets, what are they? I'm pulling up the standings right now. They're six and nine, yeah. So, that, I, I nice. think we, you bring Gase back. There you go. You bring Gase back with the, uh, with the chance that you're going to have a better chance next year, you know? Well... The offense for Adam Gase in the last four years as a head coach has ranked 17th, 28th, 26th, and 28th. He really is riding the Peyton Manning coattails of like, hey, I was really good with Peyton Manning. Trust me, I'm still a good coach now. Who was, Next, he, he was a head coach before? He was, a, he was the offensive coordinator for the Broncos. Okay, it worked. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Next, next coach. Uh, you, last one. Anthony Lynn, Chargers. Oh... No, it's time. It's come and gone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anthony. Well, actually, I take that back. Maybe you don't. You know, I don't know. It depends. They're probably gonna move off Philip Rivers. I'd be interested to see who the quarterback that he would want to bring in is. Are they drafting? Toronto one? is a backup. Or are they? Mm, okay. Or are they gonna? Are they gonna draft another one? So I'm not a hundred percent sure with Todd Bowles. I'd say, or not Todd Bowles. Uh, Anthony Lynn. Uh, 50-50, and that's a terrible answer there. But no, I, no, you got to give me an answer. Uh, would it, would it, a quarter? Does it influence I, your decision to know that they're going to go to a brand-new stadium next year and a lot of change is going to be coming about with the, with the Chargers? Greenhouse, get a new coach in for the new for the new place. Dewald, what you got to say? I was going to say the new stadium will be great because it can fit so many more opposing fans that's to right. come root <laughs> against <laughs> them. That's going to be fun. Um, he has had a top-five defense and he's had a top 10 offense. He's been 26 and 21 three years for San Diego. I mean, San Diego. I stand by that. Wow. Yeah, he had a 12 and 4 year, 9 and 7 years. I think you got to keep him. And I think when you're going into the LA, it's going to be it's going to not it's going to be a shit show. Yeah. And I think any kind of stability you can hang on to, I think you hang on to it at this point. If Lamar wins the Super Bowl and goes on the run, he can hang his hat on saying, "Hey, I beat him in the playoffs." <laughs> beat him last year. Oh. All right, and now with the New Year imminent, we want to just, you know, New Year's resolutions, everybody does them. We don't always hang to them, but we, we know some teams need some New Year's resolutions. So, fellas, let's uh, let's start going over some New Year's resolutions. Uh, these are Fra- teams that need help. Yes. These, these are teams that... Like, Frankie, baby, yeah. play air traffic control. Navigate us for us. Uh, well, so we're looking at uh, football teams. We're looking at basketball teams. I'm going to start off with a team that's close to my heart, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
The news, Buccaneers. News resolution. Resolve Jameis. Mm. Since 1990, the most interceptions thrown by a quarterback who won that Super Bowl was 20 by none other than, of course, Eli Manning. Uh. The next closest, 16 by Eli Manning. <laughs> Jameis Winston's average <laughs> interceptions per season, 19.9. That's not good. Get rid of him. That's mm. not going to do gonna it. Work. It was that fantasy football loss that did it, right, Frank? Yeah. yeah. Also, the horrible sexual assault he did in college. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't promote that. Uh, Next name up on the list. Also, he stole crab legs. Uh, We got, uh, let's stick with the NFL, and we'll go with the Bears. Uh, The Bears, uh, resolve to get back to your spirit animal. I mean, I'm looking at what I'm seeing. Last year, they have Matt Nagy, the former Chiefs coach, learned under under Andy (laughs) Reid, and you're having fun. (laughs) You're, You're having fun. I mean, they have a completely meaningless game against the Vikings this week, especially for the Vikings who are locked into the number six seed in the playoffs. Bears, have some fun. Do some trick plays. And in the future, get a new quarterback. But for now, let's let's loosen up a little bit and have some fun. Get back to your spirit animal. Stop being so serious. Guys. What it do, baby? Have some fun out there. I like that. All right, what was it? one of the teams I was in charge of? Let's start off with Cleveland. Oh, if you're Cleveland, your first resolution is to fire Freddie Kitchens, and then your next resolution, maybe move off a of Baker. I'm now, is that hot take two, two, two years in a row? One A, one A, one B. No, no, no. You could have two resolutions, right? Like you could have a resolution like I want to eat healthier and I want to work out. All right, fire Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> and then move off a of Baker Mayfield. Or if you're gonna do that, just trade OBJ for some more pieces. He doesn't belong there. He's a, OBJ in Cleveland is. I don't even have a, a comparison for right now, but it's just so awkward. It's not going to work out. Get OBJ out of Cleveland, okay? I thought you were going to go for Baker Mayfield, some kind of facial hair re- resolution. No, no, I mean, just it doesn't kinda, matter. He, shaves, kind of a mess. It, he yeah. shaves it throughout the game anyway, so it doesn't matter. He's constantly playing <laughs> with, so his, wrong. with this thing. All right, next team up on the list. <laughs> oh, Lord. DeWald. I believe I was told West Coast Hockey. Was yes, my, pick, uh, you're, you're a, a hockey Coast, rep. Pick, I, pick a West Coast Hockey team. I am going to just take out the whole state of California here. Oh, wow. Ducks, Sharks, Kings. The bottom three, the cellar dwellers Ooh. of the Western cellar Conference, uh, oh, they gotta, they have to figure it out. Up, they all play a three to four year old style. No one play. It's it's outdated. They're they're being left behind. Get with the times. Exactly. <laughs> Kings need a player under thirty five. Oh they're, Jesus! Uh, very very old. And uh, and the Sharks need to figure out their money situation. They have too many. They have so much money tied up in. Uh, very few amount of players, and mm. uh, so un- unload a few of those big salaries. It's like Carlson, Kane, Carlson, who Kane, else? Jones, mm. Burns, mm. just millions and millions and millions of dollars for, so. sell- for seller dwelling. Man, exactly. yeah, go, go see the banker. Yeah, yes. and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold sets them. All right, I'm switching gears to basketball. Christmas happened. I can talk about them now. Atlanta Hawks. That's right. They had the worst. They're having the worst season since 2005. All they have to do: news resolution. Copy the Dallas format. Mm. Trey and Luca are tied together through the draft. They're both teams that are, are somewhat similar markets, similar area, except Dallas has won with the solo superstar and Dirk and went to two finals. Mm. Atlanta Hawks, copy the format, copy the front office, and they can make get it yeah, done. Get you a Luca. Very simple. All Simply right. said than done. Uh, along that note, a team that needs to be doing that, the Minnesota Timberwolves, they are struggling. Mm. Lost 10 straight before winning last night. I'm going to say be the old, be the new you, not the old you. You are not a tanking basketball team. You have two number one overall picks, former number one overall picks, that one rookie of the year, darn it. Let's get with it. Are you kidding me? Uh, and in order to do that, they need to make more three-pointers. They are fourth in the NBA in taking them, but 
they are next to last in percentage of making them at 32%. So let's make some threes. They're trying to be a D and three team. They have no D. They have no three. I think Carl Anthony doing? Towns leads them in threes as the center. This he is does. the same team. This is the same franchise that drafted Johnny Lin Johnny Flynn hmm. and Ricky Rubio over. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you have something to say about Ricky Rubio? Over Steph Curry. <laughs> that's what I have to the say. The all-time assist leader you in took, Euroleague basketball? You took two. Well, that's no, okay. In FIBA? If Luca had stayed around there more, he would have broken that record. Neither here nor there. He is changing Phoenix. What's, what's my next team? Who is my next team? Let's, um, give me, give me, give me basketball. Give me the Knicks. The Knicks? Uh, if you're James Dolan, your New Year's resolution is to sell the team. You've, you've owned the team for, what, 19 years since mm. 2000? You've made the playoffs three times. The bad. problem is you, okay? The problem <laughs> is you. Look inward. You, you've fired all sorts of general managers. You've fired all sorts of head coaches. The problem is you, James Dolan, sell the team. Next Make a team. bunch of money. It's a, good, it's a win-win. Yeah. He wrapped up the, the hockey. Wrapped him up one, real quick. One all right. Jets oh. power. No, just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we needed help with the Cleveland Browns. Let's look at the Cleveland Cavs. Mm. I know Kevin loves a hot topic, but check this out. Yeah, what we got? The team leader in assists is the rookie Garland with three a game. Oh. Garland three? and Sexton, two guards they've drafted in back-to-back drafts, av- combined for five and a half assists. Oh. That's Figure out a point guard when you draft a guard, not these shooting frenzies. At least Trey Young can pass. Yeah, that's that's bad. You Three can't assists. have a you can't <laughs> have a team that's rebuilding and no one passes an ISO ball. Uh, it's, uh, they, they need they need to figure out how to get some assists going. Now I just want to commend Frank for actually doing that because that's the Cavaliers and boy they're they are just an afterthought in the NBA. Maybe maybe fire uh, Beheim. I mean, he might be the he might be one of the one of the reasons. I'm I'm quick to fire coaches. I'm quick to take another man's <laughs> job. But yeah, or what is is it? Bayham or is it? Um, I don't know. The isn't, one, that, isn't that the guy the, from Syracuse? No, the one from. Uh, oh yeah, it is the one from uh, Michigan. Whoever whoever came over from. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know nothing about the Cavaliers. That's good stuff. I'm, I, that's a shockingly low, low number of assists. But I digress. Beeline, uh, beeline. That's, that's what it right. is. Yeah. Very okay. Good good knowledge. Uh, good uh, good uh, research skills. All right. So I digress. I'm trying to get to the Pelicans. This 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 one. I they need to resolve to have patience. They need to have, have patience for Zion Williamson for his for him to make his debut, number one overall pick in the draft from Duke, straight up beast, and they've got to be patient and not rush him back. And also, I'm hoping that helps Lonzo Ball, who I just really realized today is having a subpar season, ten points, five assists, shooting very poorly. So the patience for Zion to come back and then for Zion to help Lonzo Ball, the former number two overall pick in the draft of the Lakers. I was so excited for the Pelicans too, and then once they went, once Zion went down with the injury, it kind of just pooped all over that. Parade. Free Drew Holiday. Oh, free Drew Holiday. <laughs> what's the Get last? Him out of what's there. the last team here? Could go you to got the, the uh, biggest team. Go to the, the most valuable team, Dallas Cowboys. Oh God, fire Jason Garrett. I mean, that's what we already know that's happening, right? And if you're Jerry Jones, maybe take a step back. I know you treat the franchise like it's a family business, but you know, maybe get some more football minds in there. You've already had your star quarterback, the the one quarterback that we all associate with, saying, "No, nah, I wouldn't want to be in the front office of that team." It's too incestual in the Dallas Cowboys. All right, you need to bring out some outside blood. All right, incest has been bad for years and years. We have history to prove it for to at us. least a couple of years. Oh God, it's been awful. So yeah, if you're fire Jason Garrett and get an, a competent head coach in there, one that just won't clap and then not get his hands shaked you know, and, and, and smacked by players that walk by. You ever seen Jason Garrett during a broadcast? Very awkward. 
man doesn't say more than 15 words into that headset, is always clapping, gives you a thousand-yard stare, and then when he comes out on the field to try and shake guys' hands, they skip over him. He's, uh, you want to talk about losing the locker room, becoming just dull and numb in the locker room, that's Jason Garrett. Time to move off of him if you're the, if you're the Dallas Cowboys. That would be my New Year's resolution. Something about him uh, uh, asking players for handshakes coming off the field and not getting those handshakes, a little unsettling. It is, it is. It just doesn't look good. I, I want I to uh, ask the Cowboys to resolve to get off the drugs because <laughs> wow. they have this crazy overinflated feeling about <laughs> crazy overinflated feeling about themselves and I get it they're America's team but they have done nothing let's just take a step back realize you don't have to trade first round picks for 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 suspect receivers like that are good one day not the next Amari Cooper and uh, just take a just look in the mirror and realize that you have a lot of work to do Cowboys bitter bob over there losing Amari <laughs> Alrighty then. Me out. It's my turn. It is. You told me it was my turn. <laughs> it is my turn now, and this is a brand new segment. Something in the works that we just came up with uh, not too long ago. I think it was sometime this week. Where it decided this is movie reviews thus far. So I am one to put on Netflix as I'm falling asleep at night, and it's just a matter of how how deep I can make it into the movie. Right. Sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it's an hour. Sometimes it's. Th- you never know. But all I'm saying is this is movie reviews based off of how far I've made it through the movie. And last night, let me tell you, fellas, I fell asleep to a movie called Hold the Dark. Now, it's on Netflix, and it's it's crazy as shit. I swear <laughs> to God, it's, the, it's one of the trippiest movies ever. I made it through it. It's a two-hour movie. I made it through one hour before I fell asleep. I was I was that wired. Also, Do some you of, consider that above average? Above average, yes. That okay. is above the norm. I was gripped into this until I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, just a quick uh, little review here of the plot. In December 2004, Russell Core, a writer who studies wolf behavior, is summoned to the village of Kilot, Alaska by Medora Sloan, who wants him to hunt down the wolves blamed for the disappearance and presumed death of three small children, including her own six-year-old son, Bailey. Core stays at the Sloan house, and Medora tells him a hot spring... Uh, that doesn't matter. Medora's husband, Vernon, is overseas in Iraq. This guy gets... Uh, the cutscene in there is wild because he gets shot and then he comes back and then he comes back and no spoilers all shit hits the fan okay so core leaves town to track the wolves and meets an old native woman who tells him that he's going the wrong way and that Medora, the woman who summoned him up there knows evil and so they got a scene there where he goes to track down these wolves and he sees the wolves eating one of their own and it kind of puts the pieces together in his head where he's just like holy shit the mom might have killed her kid so then he goes back to the house and he's investigating Spoiler, the mom did kill her kid. And then I was gonna watch this. And no, no, it's all good because okay, cool. this is only you only that, made it through an hour. I only made it through an hour. This has all happened in the one hour leading up to the, to when I fell asleep. Yeah, so so you I say have, you're saving me an hour. I okay. have one hour left to go, and all I know is that now they're gonna go and they're gonna try and find this woman, Medora, who has killed who has presumably killed her son and blamed it on the wolves. But yeah, she's like she knows crazy evil that basically she's like a wolf witch. Is like the best way to describe. I this. need like a timestamp so I can know when to watch the movie after this description. I can just dive in and just hit it to forty-three minutes in, and I can just pick up where I you told left you off. I'm at about an hour right now. But I would still encourage okay, you. Okay. I, there's a, there's a couple little random details that I'm leaving out here and there. Like she's kind of like she's kind of spacey and just doesn't seem all the way there. And he's like super thought-provoking and just like very very observant and just kind of you know he's like a wolf expert. And then a bunch of people. There's just a bunch of like auxiliary pieces around the outside with just the random characters that have kind of come in and you know a couple of cops get shot randomly like again spoiler alert but so it, not like they're useful to the storyline but it was just one of those things where there was a good like solid 20 minutes of this movie where like I was about to fall asleep and then all of a sudden it was like oh shit 
stuff's popping off. And then eventually it kind of hit a lull to where I fell asleep and, and I was tired. It sounds right. expertly written. Thank you. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, I'm going uh, to dial in about an hour in and just, uh, you know, reap, reap the benefits. Hold yeah. the dark. And it won, uh, just uh, just heads up, it had its world premiere at the Toronto International Film Festival. Oh, that's a good September film festival. 12th. That's yeah. a good film festival. Toronto International Film Festival. So not a big deal. Running time is 125 minutes. Like I said, I made it through about... Sixty-three. Right, I think that'd right. be a rough, uh, rough one. Not any actors that you would know or anything, which makes I think in my mind makes it even better. You've got Jeffrey Wright, Alexander Skarsgård, James Badge Dale, Riley Keough, Julian Antelope, Beckham Crawford. These are no-name people. These are no-name actors, so they're just out there just performing their hardest. You're not a fan of Beckham Crawford. I've never heard of him. Sorry, so, or her. I don't want to presume. It's 2019. For the love of the presume. game, just yeah. acting their their tails off, just so, just for the enjoyment. Do you guys have any questions about that movie or no? I'm going to watch the 63 minutes and then just stop it and consider that to be the movie. That's okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, the first the first half of it is very good, but I would say based off of this alone is uh, the first half of this movie, the first 63 minutes, this is getting a pass for me. I mean I mean a continuation. You're oh. going to want to keep watching this movie. This is a thumbs up. This is one that I'm going to go home and when I come back from the bars tonight, I'll probably fall asleep watching it again but then in the morning i'll wrap it up and finish it just because i i have trouble staying awake i can't wait to see it get nominated at the oscars oh you have no well it's only on netflix so i think it has to spend time in the theaters that's what netflix cheated with the irishman there but irishman marriage story two popes yeah by the way i saw two popes okay what you think what you got it's absolutely amazing it's great highly recommend it but I don't know if it's any as good as the Wolf movie. No. And it's, it's, it's Hold the Dark. Thank you very much. Meow, it's my turn. It is, you told me it was my turn. It's Hold the Dark on Netflix. Definitely something you want to check out. All right. And that'll do it for this episode of the Quad Pod. Thank you very much for joining us, fellas. Uh, we are not going to be doing another episode in 20, 2019. <laughs> so, uh, I, I thought you were going to say 2020, and you were just telling us we were all fired. Oh, yeah, right? Three <laughs> episodes, and that was it. Just three pump chumps. All right, so that is it. Uh, that's it for 2019. Next time we reconvene here, it'll be 2020. No idea what will happen, but we'll be fresh off of uh, week 17 going into the uh, football playoffs. We'll see basketball's picking up full swing. Can't forget about hockey, even though the West Coast isn't really giving us much to cheer about. And then, I mean, baseball startup eventually. Yeah, a couple too, so. signings, um, I guess. Like, yeah, maybe. All right. Anybody have anything to say before we wrap this up? Uh, one o'clock. Rams play Cardinals. It's probably the last time we're ever going to see Larry Larry Fitzgerald. No, say it's not going to be no, a great game. No, 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 no. But no. we should all take a moment to at least watch a little bit of it. It's probably the last time we're going to see him. I mm. need I need some physical legislation written into law. That says Larry Fitzgerald cannot retire after this year. Nancy Pelosi, what's up? Nancy Pelosi, you hear our calls. Make it happen. Make it happen, Speaker, Madam Speaker. I'm looking forward to a really fun NFL weekend, you guys. Uh, Beast Mode's coming back. Uh, We got uh, all the playoff scenarios between the Steelers, the Raiders, and everyone else. And RG3 is going to get some playing time. And Frank just gave me another one, Larry Fitzgerald. It's going to be a great weekend. Really looking forward to it. I have my bingo card ready of Raiders playoff scenarios. That's the only thing I'm watching this weekend. It's a lot to watch. It's a lot to watch. I have a feeling I'm going to get my heart broken. So uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I want six Steelers to lower my casket so they can let me down one last time when I do eventually die. Oh, bada boom. Yeah. All right, so that'll do it for us. We'll be back in 2020. Until next Friday, 